بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعد ولا أمة بعد أمته ولا كتاب بعد كتابه ولا شريئة بعد شريئته أما بعد فعوذ بالله السميع البصير من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم من عمل صالحا من ذكر أو أنثى وهو مؤمن فلنحيينه حياة طيبة ولنجزينهم أجرهم بأحسن ما كانوا يعملون صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Honorable ulama, respected elders, beloved brothers, it is only the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah's kindness towards us. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this day and age, Allah has given us to be part of the Mubarak Ummat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And while living in this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us an opportunity here to make choices. And Allah has given us this beautiful deen, in الدِّينَ عِنَّ اللَّهِ islam The deen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is this Mubarak deen that Allah has chosen for this ummah, is the deen of Islam. And Allah has given us this deen of Islam. We will have to live in this world and do certain things and certain actions and live in a manner while spending time in the short life of this world in order to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now if we look in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the life of Sahaba radiyallahu najma'een, in the life of our salaf al-salihin, then it is from them who we take lessons from how to lead our life. Every person needs to learn how to lead a life in this world which will be hayatan tayyiba. Hayatan tayyiba, a pure life. And every mu'min living in this world has to learn every day in his life how to better one's life. How me as a mu'min, that my today and my tomorrow must be different. That how every day I can do certain actions, how every day I can do certain a'mal, or I can better my life. My life as a mu'min must not be the same. Today a businessman in his business understands the concept, and he understands that every day I have to better my business or my profession or my skill. The deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to be treated, if not in the same manner, even higher and better than that. Where a mu'min has to think every day, how can I better my life? How can I become one who tomorrow, what I was doing today, I will change and become better tomorrow? And how the next day I will become even better? And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put us in this world, the dunya, and a place, an occasion, darul amal wala hisab, a place of amal and no accountability. But this is the place where we have the time to do this. Now very beautifully I was reading one article of Hassan Basri, rahmatullah alayhi, who was a great saint, a great sage of his age. And he mentioned four points. And in these four points we see they are, you know, these four points, in fact these four points are so vast that one can speak about these four points on four different occasions. But just in a nutshell we'll bring this out and this is a means of teaching us how to live our life. If we look at what is happening in humanity today and what we are being taught and the manner and the way that we are being taught by others to lead our life, then we will see in which direction we are going. So someone asked him on one occasion and he said, Oh Hassan Basri, he says that, you know, how do you, how, you, how, how do we, 
how did you reach this level of piety? Obviously, he was not making the claim and saying, I am such a pious person, or I am, you know, I am this type of a person, and I am such a wali of Allah. They looking at him and looking at his life. And this is the life of a mu'min. When you look at a mu'min, he must remind you of Allah. When you look at a mu'min, he must bring you closer to Allah. When you look at a mu'min, he must bring you closer to akhirat. He must bring you closer to the life that is going to come. Not only about the life of this dunya and this world, that when we look at a person in this world, we want to aspire and become like him, that he is a, you know, he is a astute businessman, or he is, you know, a person who has a high degree and a high profession, and I look at him in, with an eye, that I want to become like this person. No, a mu'min is that person, when you look at him, he reminds you of Allah. When you look at him, he reminds you about akhirat, he brings you closer to akhirat. So when the Salaf al-Salihin, their lives were such that when people looked at them, people saw the piety in them and the way they lived their life, the manner they carried out their life. So they asked him this question, they said, how did you reach this level of piety, you know, and you know, become so pious? And he mentioned four things. He said, number one, he said that I understand and I understood that my risk is mine what Allah is going to give me. My risk that Allah is going to give me, I understood that no one else can take this risk away from me. No one can take this risk from me, and that's how I got contentment of heart. And this is something in life today, every mu'min has to make an effort upon. He has to make an effort to understand this. Otherwise we are chasing, we are running, we are moving. We are moving so fast every day in our lives, where we are forgetting that razik is Allah. Inna Allah huwa razaqu dhul quwatil mateen. Wa ma min dabatin fil ard illa ala Allahi rizquha. We are not understanding. We are missing the point. We are forgetting that razik is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if my risk is fixed for me already, how many thousands of years before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought this world into existence? Allah has fixed my risk and Allah has stipulated the share that I will get. And by the qasam of Allah, I will not get one cent more, one cent less. That is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has fixed for me. And this is an effort that a human being has to make in his life. That that risk that Allah has fixed for me, I understand that that risk is fixed for me, and no one in this world can take it away from me. Why? Because who has fixed it? Ar-Razzaq. That Allah who is the provider. That Allah who is the giver, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has given me this risk, no one in this world can take away that risk from me. And when we have this understanding, we have this belief, then this qana'at and this contentment, and a person will become content with what Allah has given him. Whether it is a lot or a little, whether you are rich or you are poor, whether you are middle class or you are average, but when the understanding comes in the heart, that the Raziq Allah, the one who has given the sustenance, has fixed it for me. And no one in this world, no human being, has the power, has the ability, has the intellect, has the, you know, the stamina to take away this risk from me. Then this qanaat will enter into the heart. Ya Aba Huraira, on one occasion, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, May ya'khudu anni hadihil kalimat. 
He said, who will take these five advices from me? I'm not going to mention all the five advices, but one of them, Abu Huraira radiallahu said, Ya Rasulullah, I want it, give it to me. Always Sahaba were always ready to take the advices of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa but not just take the advices, but to practice upon the advices as well. He said, Ya Rasulullah, give me the advices. He said, Warda bima qasam Allahu lak takun aghnan nas. How are we going to get this contentment of heart? How are we going to, you know, work on this, work on this quality or work on this to bring about this in our hearts today? That we in our marketplaces, in our business places, you know, we were just speaking about this before Juma Salah today. How much of this are we hearing today? In the talks, how much of effort are we making upon this today? That how we carry us, ourselves out in our business today? What is our condition as a believer that in my business today, am I obeying Allah? Am I following the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Is my business running what we call sharia compliant? We find many things that are sharia compliant today. But is my business sharia compliant where my Allah is happy with me in my business? Where my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy with me when I, oh my Nabi of Allah, I am following His way in my business. Or because I have fear in my heart. And what causes a person to chase so much after dunya and run after dunya and not just chase after dunya, but in his dunya he does not care whether the, whether the earning is halal or haram. He does not care whether I'm involved in interests. He does not care whether I'm waging war with Allah. فَأَذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Riba is not an ordinary thing. Riba is not an ordinary thing. Allah is declaring war. Allah is declaring war with a person who engages in riba. We are waging war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we want to engage in riba. And that is why when a person does not have this understanding, a mu'min does not have this understanding, he does not make an effort upon this. And what effort? And no one is saying today that a person should not make an effort. And no one is saying a person should not attain a degree. Or no one is saying that a person should not make an effort in his business and grow his business. Allah give barakah and khair. Allah grant a person barakah and khair in his business. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the most important thing is the correct understanding of this human being. That Allah has given me and Allah has set it out for me. And no one is going to take it away from me. Today we are so fearful. And that fear is in our hearts. That the next person is, you know, growing a little or he opens up a business very close to me which is selling the same items maybe and having the same type of business. Then what is on our tongue? And what are we saying? And what are we telling to others? And how fearful we are? Yet Allah is saying, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying that your risk is fixed. That is why a wise person, person is that one. A wise person is that one who suffices with a little, but there is barakah and blessing in that little, it is superior to the one who has a lot. It is superior to the one who has a lot, and that is devoid of barakah and blessing. Where there is absolutely no blessing and barakah in that, why it is earned in the incorrect manner. It is earned in the manner in which, you know, we are, we are, we are trying and we are trying to make a lot of hilas and we are trying to make a lot of loopholes and we are trying to, you know, you know, change the sharia, change the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that it will suit our needs, 
so that it will suit, uh, suit us that how I can make this permissible. Sometimes we don't even go to the ulama. We just think about it, we heard it somewhere, so we start applying that ruling where we do not have, do not have the correct knowledge. That is why in business we must have the correct understanding. We must learn what is the, what is, what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us in business. Sometimes we are doing things that we don't even know. We don't even know it is incorrect in my business. But the most important thing is Allah gives us that qana'ah. Allah gives us that contentment of heart. So He says, Aba Huraira, warda bima qasam Allahu lak takun agnan nas. He says, be content with what Allah has given you. You will then become takun agnan nas. He said, you will become the richest of people. When you have that contentment in your heart, and you are happy with what Allah has given you, then you will see our eyes, our gaze will not be upon the wealth of others. Our gaze will not be upon who is richer than me and I must try and beat him. Our gaze will not be, or our actions will not be, our actions will not be that we will make an effort to try and achieve and reach that level. But in doing that, we are compromising our sharia. In doing that, we are compromising the commands of Allah. In doing that, we are compromising the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And for this is an effort. Like for everything in this dunya, there's an effort. Similarly, to become a better person, to become a better human being, to become a better ummati of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I have to make an effort for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have to make an effort on these aspects of my life. Even in my business, even in my, in my home, in every way of life, I have to make an effort for that. That how is this qana and contentment going to come when an effort of iman is made? What iman? That iman and belief that Allah is the giver. Allah is the one who gives. Allah is the one who sustains. Allah is the one who takes away. Allah gives kingdom when He wishes. Allah takes away kingdom when He wishes. Allah gives me that house when He wishes. Allah will take away that house when He wishes. So that I do not go in depression. Or I do not become depressed when that wealth which I had. And sometimes that wealth, Allah takes it away from a human being. Then it might look that it is a bad thing. But Allah is then saving this human being. For, you, for having that money, and by having that money, he begins to do wrong and evil and sin. He begins to live a life which is, brings the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He begins to live a life which brings the complete displeasure of Allah and Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, وَرَضَى بِمَا قَسَمَ اللَّهُ لَكْ تَكُنْ أَغْنَ النَّاسِ You will become the most wealthiest of people. You will become a person who is the most wealthiest of, of people when we have that qana'ah and we have that contentment of heart that my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving. So this was the first advice he gave. And this is how we are going to attain this piety. When we do those things, when we do those things that Allah wants us to do in our businesses, in our professions, we do not cut corners whenever we feel like. Or we do not, you know turn a blind eye and say, I will see later. And this is what is on the tongues of people today. Allah forgive us. I will buy that one house on interest and I will, you know, I will try and pay it off quickly and you know, I will make tawbah later. As if we know what is going to be our condition, what is going to be our end. Allah is most merciful. Do not misunderstand. We are not saying that Allah is merciful. But sometimes we want to take the chance. And we want to, you know, take the, take the law in our own hands.
Deen has been set out by us by Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah has laid the way. Allah, Allah has, has given us Quran. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has come with the hadith and he has come with his sunnah. And that person who follows my sunnah, he will be on the correct way. That person who does not follow my sunnah, he will be on the incorrect way. And he will be unsuccessful in dunya, qabr and akhirat. So this is an effort. This is an effort. Yes, we all are weak. وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا Allah is saying human being has been created weak. So yes, we are going to make mistakes. But a mu'min is that one who stands up quickly from his mistake and he tries and rectifies so that no two days of his life is the same. No two days of his life is equal. No two days of his life is the same. He betters himself. He becomes a better believer. And this is one aspect of our life. الْحَلَالُ بَيِّنْ وَالْحَرَامُ بَيِّنْ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that halal is been made clear to us by Allah. Haram is been made clear to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in between is the doubtful things. So why even go towards that way? Why even go towards that way which brings the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And Allah give us the understanding and realization of this. And this is a very important aspect of our deen. If a person's earnings is not correct, if a person's livelihood is not correct, then everything else will not be correct. وَمَطْأَمُهُ حَرَامُ وَمَشْرَبُهُ حَرَامُ فَأَنَّا يُسْتَجَابُ لَكَ A person is turning to Allah in dua, but his eating is haram, his drinking is haram, his earning is haram. How is Allah going to accept that person's dua? When he's defying and breaking the commands of Allah flagrantly and openly, Today a person is not even shy. Today a person goes about it as if, you know, he is not being watched by Allah. As if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not looking at him. And obviously, if a person has to question him, then who has given you that authority to question me? Or a person tries to rectify him. Or a person tries to give him some advice. Then obviously a person is saying, then who are you to tell me what to do? You do not have the authority you do not have the, you know, you do not have the, the, the skill or the authority or the, you know, the ability to tell me what to do. So Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has laid out the way for us. That we will be successful as human beings. And we're living in a day and age. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Badiru bil a'mal fitanan qaqita illayl al-mudlim. We are not living in the age of malaika. We are not living in khayrul qurun. We are not living ladina yalunahum We are not living in the you know first the best century that was the time of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam or the century after that the century after that fourteen hundred and forty three years have passed by. What is the state of the world today? The times have not changed. The people have changed. That what is the state of the people of the in the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in this day and age today? That a person, you know, following the tariqah and the way of the Yahud and the Jew. That we're finding our success in that way. Why? Because in that way, my business will increase. In that way, my profession will increase. In that way, my earning will increase. So we have to understand this, my respected elders, beloved brothers. And Allah give us this complete understanding. That our risk is fixed for us. Yes, the sunnah of Allah, you live in this world and you make an effort for it. But do not compromise on the commands of Allah and the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Khasira wa khaba. We will not be harming anyone else. We will only be harming ourselves. Where? 
in dunya, qabr and akhirah. And in dunya, there is still a chance. In dunya, you can still wake up. When you fall, you still wake up again. But once a person leaves this world, goes into his qabr, then the real life starts. So he says this was the first advice that he gave. And he says this is one of the means and ways to piety. And the second one he says that I understand my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching me at all times. I understand that I have to do good deeds myself, deeds. I do deeds myself and no one else is going to do my deeds for me. No one else is going to do my deeds for me. I have to do my own deeds. This world is a place of amal. This world is a place where you have been put in this world to do amal. You will do the faraid that Allah has commanded and you will do other nawafil and you will do optional acts that will help you and assist you in the qabr, that will help you and assist you in the akhirah. مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِّن ذَكِرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنْ فَلَنُحْيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْرَهُمْ بِأَحْسَنِ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ That I will live in this world, that person who does good action, he is a mu'min. Allah says we will give you a hayatan tayyiba. Look at how beautiful Allah puts it in Quran, that if your life is attached to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if your life is in pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in pleasing the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah says, we'll give you hayatan tayyiba. We will give you that itminan qalb. We will make your heart at ease. We will put your heart at ease. We will give you, you know, we'll give you that understanding. Your mind and your heart will be on the same level where you will have the understanding, you know, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give me a beautiful life. And Allah is promising this. وَمَنْ أَسْدَقُ مِنَ اللَّهِ قِيلًا That the promise of Allah is true. Let us live our life in the way Allah wants. Let us, you know, change our ways. Let us work every day upon it. That is why the effort of iman is so important. The effort of iman, that we make the effort of iman, we speak about Allah. We listen about Allah. We speak about the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We listen to the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We engage and we bring ourselves in those type of gatherings. In those type of gatherings where we understand, you know, where we bring ourselves in those type of gatherings, what teaches us about Allah. Today we are giving so much time for our, our dunya and our life, you know, that is temporary. And how much time are we giving to the house of Allah? How much time are we giving to the deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? That is why it is important to come in the environments of deen. It is important to come in the environments of deen and to learn this and understand this. And Allah give us the realization and understanding. The third thing he said, he said that I understand that my Allah is watching me every single moment of the day. So I am ashamed to do sin. I am ashamed to do wrong. Because I have the realization and understanding that my Allah is watching. Inna rabbaka labil mirsad. That Allah is watching over us. Allah is seeing us that what we are doing. The pious and the sahaba reach such levels. And ta'bud Allah ka'annaka tara. Fa'in lam takun tara fa'innahu yaraq. Where they almost as though they were looking at Allah when they done amal. And they were looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when they done good actions. Why? The realization in their hearts, the fear of Allah entered the heart. The greatness of Allah entered the heart. They knew who Allah was. 
And Allah give us this understanding again, the effort of iman, where we make this effort of iman to understand who is Allah. We make this effort of coming in the environments of iman to understand who is Allah, that we must reach that level at least in our lives. فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَى فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكُ That at least know that my Allah is watching me. I can cheat the next person and he, I might get away with it. Or I can fool the next person, I might get away with it. I can lie to the next person, I might get away with it. But Allah is watching. Allah is watching my every moment of life. And this is how we're going to become better people. When the understanding of this enters into our hearts, that my Allah is watching me. And this, again I said, is an effort. We are weak, but Allah gives us opportunity. Allah gives us chance and chance again. Allah gives us Juma and Juma again. Allah gives us day and day again. Every morning we wake up, we breathe the air that Allah is giving. You know, we walk on the earth that Allah is giving us the ability to do. We see what the eyes that Allah has given us. We breathe this air. You know, in this time of Corona, what was the condition? And we ourselves went through it. We, we could not, we didn't have the ability to breathe wearing masks. This must all make us realize that the controller of everything is Allah. We live in this world, Allah is giving us a chance. Despite the fact that we fall, despite the fact that we do wrong, despite the fact that we transgress the limits of Allah, we exceed the limits and the laws of Allah, Allah is still saying, my banda, tomorrow you have another chance. Tomorrow you have another chance. So we live in this world and we understand that Allah is watching us over everything. And the last advice he gave, and I'll conclude with this, he said that we know that death is a reality, so I must prepare for it. Isti'adad lil maut qabla nuzuli. This is something that every person knowing, whether he is learned or is not learned, whether he is rich or whether he is poor, whether he is, has a palace or whether he has or he lives on the street, every person understands and realizes because we see what is going around us today. We see that there is a janazah here also. After the Juma Salah, the janazah will take place in the back at 10 past 1. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant the one who has passed away, Allah grant him the highest stages in Jannah and fill the qabr with nur. But this is a lesson for us, exactly what we are speaking about. Al-isti'adad lil-maut qabla nuzuli. We understand that death is a guarantee. Death is going to come upon every one of us. But the I understand that I have to prepare for my death. Before it comes, I have to prepare for it. The time when Malikal Maud comes to take the ruh, I have to prepare for my death, and I have to prepare for that life that is going to begin. We say life, life ends, but life doesn't end. Life only begins when a person leaves this world. Why the journey starts to akhirat. The journey starts... You know, towards the life of eternity, the life that we are going to live forever and forever. And one of the qualities of Sahaba was al-isti'adad lil-maut qabla nuzuli, that preparing for death before it comes upon us. That I make that preparation for death. I understand that death is going to come upon me. And this, if we keep in front of us every day, this will cut off all our desires. When every day I take my, the stock of myself, that if I'm not going to make my salah now, I don't know if I'm even going to reach the next salah. If I'm not going to do a good action now, I don't know if I'm even going to get a chance to do a good action. If I'm not going to correct my life now, I don't know the next step what is going to happen with me. If I'm going to get that ability to do that good action. Now look how beautiful these four advices was. That if we put ourselves, you know, and we, we keep this in front of us as mu'min, then no matter in what field we are, 
And again, we are not saying, and we are not, you know, speaking evil and bad of people who are earning wealth. And many Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them the ability, and many are earning in the correct way and manner. But just a reminder for all of us, and many are doing well in their, you know, in their professions and what they are doing. So we are not here to speak evil and bad about anyone. But this is a reminder for me firstly, that how I can better my life as a person every day, even if I studied the deen of Allah. I must be one who must you know, protect myself every day and try and become a better person. I'm speaking to you in this gathering, but my ears are closer to my mouth. So the advice for me, for me, for, is for me first before, you know, it passes on to everyone. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the understanding, the realization. And let us take these four advices, inshallah, and keep it in front of us, you know, in such a manner uh, that we look at it every day. And we can then prepare and become better people every day. So that, you know, we can become, you know, inspirational or we can become, you know, we can become that example to others around us. That maybe someone is doing certain, certain wrong. And if I do a good action in front of him, he will look at that. He will look at that and he will say, you know, this person is doing a good action. And he will then follow that. A person who does that and someone else learns something from him, he will get, that person will get his full reward. And this person will get the exact same amount of reward. And our bank balance will just keep growing. That is all we need in life today for our bank balance to grow. But not the bank balance you're thinking about. The bank balance of Akhirah, where every day, every day in our lives, those who have taken something from us, the, our children, or those who have learned something for us, from us, our bank balance is going. And on the day of Qiyamah, inshallah, when we will see the scales, and when we will see the happiness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us, then we will understand. And not only that, Remember, hayatan tayyibah. Allah will give us a good life in this world as well. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the understanding and ability to practice. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanakallahumma, nashadu an la ilaha anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk.